Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. How about that Adam Hansen podcast yesterday? That was pretty cool. Uh, the second one should be coming up soon, and it's probably even better. Um, if you kind of get the cadence of these, the first one is sort of getting to know them a little bit and diving into things, and they, they get comfortable. It's uh, They start telling you all the secrets, so it's pretty sweet. Hey, so I want to talk real quickly about – I had a great conversation with a guy today who is very new to racing, and the light – ball went off where he's like i'm now understanding what you're talking about where it's not just watts in these bike races and he's learning like spatial recognition or i don't know if that's the right term he's learning what from coming from a basketball background we call like court awareness where to be that you need to be in the right position to execute your watt bombs that you need to play the chess match the strategy all the things that go into bike racing that it's not just you on a trainer building your FTP. That being said, that comes from a very, very, very green cyclist. And I was like, dude, the fact that you're seeing and thinking about this stuff in your third bike race is awesome because a lot of people go to their race and they're like, I just didn't have it today or they don't understand why it didn't go well and they're not really thinking of the racing aspect. On the other extreme, there's a guy who is a master's racer back in the beginning of the month. It's uh, back in the beginning of April. We were having a conversation about how his early races were going. And there are some you know, races that they'll have as training races in a club. And he had made the comment to me, there's, there's probably about 10 strong riders um, that we see kind of in this race over and over again. You get you get some of these races, you know, down in Texas, California. You know, we had a pretty good group in upstate New York where every week, though, you know who the hitters are. And there's enough of them that it's you're going to go practice your strategy. He made a comment to me that, you know, it, it, it was clear that he was not he was there to work out and not to win the training race. And he's like one line in an email was, you know, of course, the midweek race is just for training or practice. I want to win, but I'm not going to just throw the, the night away um, and sit in to win. It's not that he's sitting in to like just win a sprint. This guy's not even a sprinter. Um, he wants to ride on the front. He wants to bridge to everything. He wants to maybe go, quote unquote, get a workout, but then not have the matches left to actually win. I'm not going to agree with that strategy because... Trust me, I can give you a workout that's going to break your face. And that's not always the point, right? Sometimes when you have a group of 10 people, I don't care if it's 10 people, literally, if there's 10 dudes, I've been on training rides with five guys who are better than me or maybe I'm on their level. That was a day of every freaking KOM that there was. That was a race. I was, how do I beat these guys? How do I get up this freaking climb faster than them? When do I attack? learning how to race with people better than you or on your same level. And I was like, dude, this is training and and slash practice does not always mean Watts. I'm sending you there to win. And, you know, you're going to have this guy, as I'm saying, he's an experienced rider. He's a master's rider. He's going to most likely have guys in their 20s that what's the everyone knows what's the problem in the age difference. And I'm seeing this, you know, I'm almost 40 that Guys that I race that are 22, they might have some more snap than me. You know, I need to be smart about 
how I place myself in a race, I don't want to be caught out where just a quick like acceleration can drop me because that's probably where I'll get dropped. You know, you just lose some of that as time goes on. Um, the other thing is, is that you're, you're not, I told him, I said, you're not just sitting in to win this thing, but what you're teaching yourself is to pedal, 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 and never fully unleash a full blown out race winning move. That's what I want to send this guy to the practice and training race for. So he doesn't need to go there to pedal and burn KJs. I'm going to be on him to do that on all the other rides, execute these hard intervals. And on these weekend rides or the other long endurance rides that he's doing, don't be coasting. I can make you not do that. Or I can instill hopefully the habit to not do that. I want you to go and win. Now on the other side, I had a guy that went to a race. He had a long week. He had a, he was maybe going to race. It was going to be a B race. He was maybe going to show up and race. And the race ended up being where he he woke up that morning. He was pretty tired. He had some life stuff going, like life stress. That, glad it was a B race. Hey, go race. And he had said, hey, you know what? Since I wasn't feeling so hot, I decided to just go off the front, burn a bunch of matches, rode pretty hard, but then was pretty toasted. And I said, hmm, you know, I wish we had talked maybe more about that strategy because, again, I would, I would recommend the exact opposite. So if you're going to a race and you're tired, and this will happen, you this is a great day. What, I'm going to give you a second. What do you think this would be a great day to work on? You know that, say say figuratively, your matchbook is 10 matches. It's, it's more than that. But it's a day when you're tired. So let's say you have half those matches. What is this? This is a perfect situation to work on something. It's a perfect situation to work on conserving. You know you have half your matches. You're going to go, if you race enough, you're going to go to a race that you care about and you're going to be warming up and you're like, damn, I don't feel great. Well, guess what? That's not a day where you try to boss everybody. You try to big watt everybody. That's the day you have to be super, super crafty. Craftier than your craftiest day before because you don't have the best legs. You don't, your body's not feeling amazing. Those days happen. And this is what makes someone a winner. They figure out how to do it. <laughs> there's the tagline again cycling bike racing figure it out so i said to him hey you know what you should have done you should have maybe sat in a little bit more or you should have really you really got to place your bets well if you're going to bridge to a break or if you're going to try and get into a break you don't have matches to burn and put yourself in that position to then try to win a race when you're tired man if you can win a race when you're tired that is the biggest freaking confidence boost and, you know, I wouldn't, I'll say this now in retrospect, um, I would never say this. I'm not the, you know, everybody do, do your own thing. Um, I was talking to an athlete and like, you're going to go to races, you're going to train through them. The one thing I always try and tell people, if you don't win, don't be the guy who's like, oh, I'm tra- I'm using this as a training race for something else. It just comes off really poor. Like you're making excuses as to why you didn't win. Um, I went to Crosswinds Classic a few years ago, back in 2018 or 17, and was training through that race. And I won, not saying, not like patting myself on the back, but saying you can still win when you train through. Training through, people assume that they're going to feel horrible. 
you're just not resting a ton before and sometimes you still feel great won the race and that was a huge confidence boost for me early because i was like damn okay like some good dudes here still won not like i'm tapering into this thing like on to the next thing so you can still get a you can get like w's in different ways even if i had come in top five i would have been like great shoot okay training's working feeling good rolling well just got beat maybe that dude's a little bit more rested than i am maybe not whatever all these conversations you have in your head and with your coach but there's so many ways to use practice races b races training races group rides etc teach yourself to learn how to go win how it's it's a very hard thing to do i mean i know a lot of strong people that just don't win they're really bad and when it comes down to it whether they overthink things they don't have the intuition like the first guy I was talking about we were talking about that sixth sense that you get where he's like I feel now that I see something and three seconds later I'm like oh wait I should have gone with that and he said to me and those are the things you're telling me like I need to get in that I will pick up on more instinctually as time goes on. He goes, I really am realizing the value of doing these races is to get better. All of that stuff that you can't train on the trainer. And I'm like, dude, bingo. Exactly. Figure out how to win. So what's the point of this podcast? Go out and do some events, figure out how to win, figure out how to get your win. Now you might not be in a position to win the race yet, How do you get with the lead group? How do you not get dropped? uh, If it's a training race or a training like a group ride, how do you not get dropped at the place that you've been getting dropped at? There's always ways to find W's. It's not, and it's not always going to be this linear path that you can see. There's stair steps to this. So keep banging down the door over and over and over again.